Hi everyone, my name is Kyla and welcome back or welcome to The Right Conversation where sometimes I am not always right. If you are a new ear, hi, hello, welcome. If you are returning, hi, how are you? So today for our conversation, I do have some special one for guests, my lovely friends who would like to introduce themselves first. Hey y'all, what's poppin'? I'm Micah, I'm a marketing major, but I really do everything but, I'm actually just a great black creative. Hey guys, my name is Gabby. I'm a psych major here at UNC Charlotte with a minor in biology. So that was Mikey and Gabby. Y'all, we're going to give y'all a great conversation today. I feel like we're recording, recording a radio show at this Perfect. point. The right conversation. The right today. conversation. Um, so guys, today we're going to be talking about the layers of relationships. Ooh, and <laughs> and when I say the layers of relationships, I just basically mean not like solely like couple relationships. I mean like friends, classmates, professors, supervisors, the whole nine yards of it. And I feel like first and foremost, just to kick us off, I feel like we put a big strain on graduating from high school and then coming to college and saying, oh, I have to make friends. Mm -hmm. Because that is what is portrayed on TV and in movies. Like once you go to college, you're gonna have this gigantic friend group, hang out every day, go Mm -hmm. out, party, do whatever. But it's not like that. Relationships are actually really hard to make when you first come to college. And hard to maintain. And hard to maintain, because we're all so busy. We Mm -hmm. have different majors and everything. It's just really hard to just keep up with each other to be Mm -hmm. honest i mean in my opinion it is like we have a group chat but like we're all always also so busy Mm -hmm. so we have really hang out with each other like on the weekends really and then like for dinner yeah 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 um i definitely say i'm the bit bit of the odd duckling of the group i was at a different school and then i came here for school of course and then for work but i already had this great relationship with gabby because we're both dancers and we would come to charlotte every year to meet and to dance and have a great time so i think coming into this um i already knew that i had that there plus my other best friend goes here as well so i kind of had like this small group of people that I would mingle with, um, but fortunately, Gabby just introduced me because I trust her so much, and like she's a great person, so mm-hmm. she typically surrounds herself with great people. She just introduced me to you, and then you know, one faithful trip to Target with Samara, <laughs> and then our friendship, our friendship kind of just grew. But I'm so grateful for y'all, like coming here, especially going to a school where the culture is everyone just to themselves. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that way in. Girl, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Unless it's giving, like, back when we were freshmen in the group chats and, like, before we even got to school. Like, unless it was that era, mm-hmm. once you get past that era, it's not going to happen if you transferred in. So I'm really yeah. grateful for y'all. No, yeah, same, because I'm a transfer as well. So when I first came in here, um, I had no inkling, like, no knowledge of what college was because mm-hmm. my first year of college, I was online. Mm-hmm. I was in Atlanta for six months, mm-hmm. and then I went back home and was online for the rest. And so when I came here, I was like, okay, friends with the roommates. We're going to be besties. We're going to mm-hmm. go to dinner all the time. And I got here, and, like, the first two months was me coming back to my dorm <laughs> after mm-hmm. class, you know, eating by myself. And most of my friends I had in my first semester were, like, my roommate's friends. And mm-hmm. that was, like, no issue, but I was like, man, I really would love yeah. Yeah. to it's make my own friends, you know, yeah. people mm-hmm. that I meet through my interest, but that didn't come until like my spring semester mm-hmm. when I met a friend of a friend mm-hmm. and then he kind of expanded me to like everything 
outside of my bubble because I'm not going to lie, I wasn't going to parties. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to the clubs or like trying to be a well-rounded person. I was like, hmm, let me see what I can do Mm -hmm. through like this specific like major instead Mm -hmm. of being like, oh, wait, I dance. Let me find other people who like to do that. Mm -hmm. So when I did get the chance to be like well-rounded, I found more people who, you know, I saw myself in the mirror with and it just got better than that. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of the joys of like friend groups and friendships. We're all different, especially ours and like my friend group back home. Like for us four, we're small but we're mighty, you know, like mm-hmm. like you know how we was talking about the other day, like the importance of our careers and like how our careers either like help each other mm-hmm. or like and I think that's just like really interesting and then I was also thinking about it the other day, like sitting in my room at twelve o'clock at night. Um, how like we do have all different majors and like some of us are going into health, some of us are going into media, some of us are going to doctors. Shout out, shout out, shout out. out. But if you're going to see Gab as a doctor, I pray for you. Um, (laughs) She knows what she's doing. No, no, (laughs) she knows what she's doing. It's just neuro, 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 mm, the brain. The brain. (laughs) The brain, you know? Ooh. Mm. Lover in STEM, women in STEM, black women in STEM. Um, so I feel like we kind of bounce off each other, mm-hmm. especially like with our majors and everything. Like my major is like the talking major, you know, like mental health, health. But like we all bounce off each other. You, Gab, your major is like the health major, so you're always like, "Hi, take this medicine," or like, "Do this, you're gonna like destroy your brain." Um, Mikey, your major's like, all right, put yourself out here. Let's let's mm-hmm. work it up, especially like with my podcast. Now yeah. you're really helping me like network and like put myself out there to make my podcast better. Yes. And then Samara, she's also like that person to be like, hey, do this, do that. Mm-hmm. And then she also has her internship where she's working with people to make connections on campus as well. Yeah. That's the great thing about our friend group, just being very diverse and all that. Um, but now I want to touch on a very lovely subject. Um that I just see from across the table. <laughs> um, y'all are just like, let's I'm so not. Sorry, I have a meeting I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, y'all are just like, let's not do this. But you know, mm. we, we got to give it to let's them. get it out the way. Get it out the way because I don't even want to talk about it. Okay. Um, so let's talk about relationships. Romantic. <laughs> Romantic relationships. Um, you know, <laughs> couple <laughs> Um, So... I, I'll start first. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm gonna just start like when I came into college. Mm-hmm. For me, I was not looking for a relationship at all in college. Like I was here for my studies, get my degree, bounce. First and foremost, that's what I was here for. Mm-hmm. Like, and then my friends in high school, they was like, "Kyla, well, you're not going to date in high school, are you?" I'm like, "No." What's the purpose? And then I was like, you're dating, "You're dating in college." I was like, "Yeah." Came to college and I was like, mm, "Actually, no, I don't want to." Then this person came into my life whose name will not be mentioned because he will not be getting any credit from me. Um, yes, he came into my life and I was, he made my life great. Um, me and him were very cordial. Um, and I know that, not to get like sappy on you guys who are listening, I know I will always have like a love in my heart for him and I will always care for him. Yeah, you spent time with him. I spent time, time with him like a good amount of months with him. That He was my person. He was my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so like we're very cordial with each other and I know like, We'll always be here for each other in the long run past our grievances that we went through, you know. But I feel like just 
taken like the relationship that I had with a person out, I feel like there's such a pressure to get into a relationship in college. Mm. And it shouldn't be like that solely because you want to meet the right person. And yes, you go through trials and tribulations with different people, but you don't want to keep going through trials and tribulations to where you don't even want to date anyone at all, or mm-hmm. you don't want to make a connection with someone at all. And it's just like it shuts you off from the world slash people, you know? And I feel like that has some negative effects, but it also has positive effects to know what you want in a relationship, whether it be relationships such as couples or like just a friendship in general, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's important. Yeah. Um, so back in like high school, just to give some background, um, I was like never approached, but I never found it to be like disheartening or anything. Like, yeah, I'd be like, well, what's going on? Like, what am I doing wrong? Or like, mm-hmm. what can I do better? Mm-hmm. But before I entered college, my entire scope of relationships was based on my friend's relationships. So mm-hmm. anytime something Sorry. went wrong and they would describe it to me, I'd be like, oh, that's what I don't want in a relationship mm-hmm. or that's how relationship goes. So when I got here, I had to do a lot of dismantling of what I thought I knew about relationships mm-hmm. because I couldn't take what I'd learned from a prepubescent perspective mm-hmm. and place it on this person who was an emerging adult mm-hmm. dealing with 30,000 plus students, like, you know, characters and upbringings mm-hmm. and their own perspectives. Mm-hmm. And what I can say is that I don't personally think I broke it down myself. I had to go through different types of relationships, whether that be like a situationship, a flame, mm-hmm. or like, oh, we're like just platonically talking, but I like you mm-hmm. to understand, like, oh, this doesn't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. I'd rather do this than that. Mm-hmm. And so my, now, like, I think my scope in relationships is very much growing. I won't say, like, I have a full understanding of what I want to get into, but I know what I don't want to get into, and I know what, like, makes me feel good and mm-hmm. doesn't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. It's just a very, tang- like, tangled identity in college because like Mm -hmm. i said everybody's so different and you're coming into a playing field that has so many players with so So many many. different goals of the game and rules so so many yeah i think also doing what you did trying to just go back and provide some you know backstory um honestly just like being a gay black boy growing up queer i had had to explain this to my mom not too long ago and i could see like the wheels turning whereas essentially i was saying like you know in middle school in high school where you get the early versions of that out the way as Mm -hmm. far as like going to the skating ranch and you know getting ice cream you can't do that skating ranch skating oh i'm raleigh raleigh i'm southeast raleigh shout out to the 919 shout out to the the 910 come on come on jelly beans come on skating ranch come on united skates oh that's so hood Um, um, <laughs> Mr. But, P Skate World. Period. But the truth is, is that like we couldn't go and get ice cream and hold hands at a young age because that could have caused a lot. Mm-hmm. Just being kids as well, like it just would have caused a lot. And let's normalize queer children. Period. Because mm-hmm. they exist. Mm-hmm. And um, that being said, your idea of love is a based off of your friends or the media and movies and Wattpad and all these like heightened idealized versions of love that you think, or that's what you grow accustomed to. That's what you learn. And then you get into the real dating pool. That's first of all, ain't ish. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's just difficult. Like you said, it's all these rules and things that you didn't even know exist. Like that whole thing that love is a game. It truly is. Because one thing I found in my journey is like, 
even spiritually, it's like if you want it, it doesn't come to you. But when you don't want it, then it comes, it comes to you. Yeah. But everything else in life, if you want it, then it comes. Like it's so confusing. Mm-hmm. And if I'm being honest, y'all, like as reflective as this episode may be, I'm definitely in the pot of people that's like so lost that I'm kind of just tapped out. Mm-hmm. But you never know. I could get one text message that would change it all. Mm-hmm. But like it's a lot, especially in college. And that idea that you're going to come in here and walk out with somebody, girl, mm. <laughs> I have news for you. I think when it comes to relation, I think when it comes to life, I like to call myself a late bloomer because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a lot Period. of the revelations and, you know, identity crisis that I'm going through now, my friends already had. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when I came into college as a sophomore, my main goal was to play catch up mm-hmm. when it mm-hmm. came to these relationships because in conversation with my friends, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm talking to this boy. Mm-hmm. Or I went out with this girl and I'm like, I have nothing to add, so I need to get out there and do something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think in my trajectory of doing that, I was like, Gab, this is not you. Like, yeah. you don't like what's oh going on on here. I was just, I was subscribing to anything that I could get just so mm-hmm. I could get it, something. just so I could get it. Oh my yeah. God, yes. You know, I was like, oh, I'm talking to this person, even though. They treat me like shit, you right? Know? Just to feel, but something. just to just to feel something, yeah. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sucks. I think for me, just because I I consider myself a late bloomer too. Like I had like those connections in high school, but like they never went anywhere. And like my friends are always like, Kyla, you and this person click. I'm like, I know. Next, right? <laughs> like, right. And like, they're some of my greatest friends now. But I feel like for me, like my first year. Um, and luckily, I had um, Samira, my other friend, um, as my roommate. Love her to pieces if you're listening to this. Okay. Um, like, she really helped me, like, navigate through relationships and the people I talked to before um, I had my person. Because um, I feel like before him, it was a, oh, someone's showing me attention. Mm-hmm. Now that I have that attention, I'm going to take it, I'm going to run. Mm-hmm. And like you said, even if it makes me feel like crap, I got it. So now I can like talk and be like, oh my gosh, I'm talking to this person. But I'm over here like, "Mm, this person's trash and my expectation is so much better than this. So what am I doing with my life? Especially because I know our parents raised us so much better than that. Mm -hmm. Like our parents raised us to know our worth, but we also had to know our worth. We also had to know our worth for ourselves. And I feel like that's a big thing. In college, when it comes to relationships, because y'all know I have this thing of you have to love yourself first before you can give your love and just your person to another person. Because, like, you don't, when you get into a relationship where you just start talking to someone, you don't want to lose yourself while in it. Because mm-hmm. then you're going to depend on them for your, you're going to depend on that person for your happiness. And then, say, the worst happens. Now what are you doing? You're stuck in the middle, and they're not here to help you. Mm-hmm. You have your friends to help you, but they can't. They don't know what you're going through unless you like express. And that's a hard time. But I'm still learning to find love for myself again and find my happiness. Because granted, I I was a happy girl mm-hmm. before him, but I and I stayed happy throughout with him. I don't like digress like what we had. Like we were happy and everything, but I still feel like I depended on him for like five percent of my happiness. And like when you lose that five percent, that's a that's a good bit. I mean, it's only five percent, so it seems small, but like mm-hmm. you spent your time with that person, like yeah. you had a connection, you had a bond. So I feel like to get that back, you have to like be content with yourself and just like 
not force yourself to go out, but like if you want to go out, just go out mm-hmm. and take a drive or just take a walk, you know. But also in relationships, um, and I don't know if y'all agree or disagree because I don't know if this could be like not like controversial is the word, the wrong word, but like it's debatable. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I, it's just because it's been on my TikTok, and yeah, it's just been on my TikTok. I feel like the quote unquote no contact rule with an ex partner is so like. I'm so sorry. Stupid. Do, like, do you mean relationships? Because I hate to be this person, but technicality, mm-hmm. relationships, fling situationships. So, like, if a situationship oh. ended, mm. but they're still yeah. talking, is okay. that? Mm. Um, situationship. Mm, I feel like you can still contact that person. You was a situationship. Okay. Fling. Mm-hmm. Flings are iffy. It depends. I feel like flings are iffy only because it depends on, like, two people they look at connections different ways and like how Which attached are. you are yeah. to a person through a fling. No? I don't know. Okay, but like if you ended a relationship, okay, cool. Yeah. Everything was cordial. Yeah. What's the need to like still be in contact? Because it's not like it's a friend breakup. Like yeah. mm. this is somebody that is deeper. You, you know, went on so many like layers of yourself with and unpeeled and repealed and the like layers of relationships healing trauma and like you know dealing with both perspectives when it comes to like oh this is what i want in a relationship Mm -hmm. but this is who i am as a person and like Mm -hmm. this is what i can give so once you like kind of ball all that up why still talk to that person like i don't know about anybody else but i know when i if i did that i wouldn't have been able to hold back anything because i'm like Mm -hmm. i spent six months two years five years with you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you expect me to have a regular conversation about what you're doing with your day not saying that it can't happen okay so that like having regular conversation having regular conversation like about what you're doing with your day neutral normal you can or you don't have to i feel like for me just because like i when i y'all know when i form connections with a person it's really hard for me to like let go of that connection. Mm-hmm. So I feel like for me, like as time passes on, I will eventually contact the person again and just be like, I hope you're doing well, you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think that's human. I think mm-hmm. it's an adult thing to do. Mm-hmm. I do see, like, I've see where you're coming from gab in the sense that like somebody knowing you that deep Mm -hmm. and the webs becoming so like connected and Mm -hmm. intermingled and stuff like that as you're trying to unravel yourself from that Mm -hmm. that's when things can become murky if you keep that constant line going at least for a small period of time i'm not because there's a big debate about that right now especially when it comes to sex life i'm not going to get into the whole spiritual and soul ties thing Mm -hmm. because you know that has been weaponized so many times. So Let many people times. do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. However, comma, though, I will say, I think just emotionally and from, like, human being, like, connection, if you're trying to gain yourself back after a certain situation, I do see where that can be tough. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I may have participated in the act of ghosting a few times back <laughs> in my day, but sometimes, but in, like, most cases than not, unfortunately, I think for me, it's just helped me take a moment and bounce back like 
of course, without names being said, y'all kind of know that I'm icing somebody out right now solely mm-hmm. because the like close proximity mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be able to like <laughs> be myself or like find myself again if I keep that line going because mm-hmm. of the close proximity. The close proximity. <laughs> so it's just like. Yeah, I think that's a normal human thing to do, a very adult thing to do, because, you know, I don't believe in the spirit of communication all the time. But um, I do see where that can help you as long as it's not hurting you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree with yeah. all mm-hmm. yeah. the points. Like, I see all the points. Hey, guys, just take it from us, you know? That yes. was great. That was my good. Something that you did bring up, though. I'm sorry, I hope I'm coding you No, no, you're fine. Um, I do want to smash... This bit of like a (laughs) myth smash figuratively smash the window of the myth (laughs) that you brought up, which is talking about or we could just talk about a period. Just that relationship of Mm self-love and then relationships with like wanting other people. Mm -hmm. Because for me in the longest, especially during COVID, I was trying to self-love myself out of that feeling of singleness or loneliness. And it wasn't going nowhere. Mm -hmm. So like, what are y'all thoughts about that? Because I love myself so much. That's why I want you in it, you know? (laughs) In my space, not ooh, never mind. <laughs> Self love for Redacted. me is such an up and down thing oh my God, because yes. I I'm try not to <clears throat> look into it too much because for me it's always gonna be like more downward than upward and not mm. in a I'm gonna tear you down way, but like when t- I think trying to force it onto myself mm-hmm. does more harm than good because it's like, oh my God. why are you forcing it on yourself? Like, did you see a really pretty person today and it made you feel bad? Mm-hmm. Or did you scroll through TikTok and see another influencer recommending like another mm-hmm. it girl, you mm-hmm. know, routine? Mm-hmm. And so I think I try to put it as like a, a day-to-day basis because that's yeah. how I do most of like my emotions. It's day-to-day and I'll handle that. So... I think just making sure that I get up and give myself like a good presentation of the morning helps me a lot Mm -hmm. with my self-love or like thinking it in a way that's not attached to relationships Mm -hmm. helps me like just doing the small things or like maybe it doesn't have anything to do with makeup that makes me, you know, love myself. Maybe I love myself because I want to go outside and like, you know, see the sun. Mm -hmm. I know it's just like different for me so I can actually have a, a healthy relationship with it mm-hmm. so in terms when it comes to loving other people i'm like oh this is what makes me feel good period like have i have a like a different line. like aspect of self-love yeah. maybe it's not like physical but mm-hmm. i do this to love myself you know mm-hmm. if that makes sense um i don't know i feel like there's many layers to how mm-hmm. i think about self-love as well um relationship with thyself relationship with thyself that's such a very like tug of war mm. relationship because you can have a tug of war relationship with yourself because mm-hmm. I feel like for me like of course I can say I love myself all the time and like I'm happy and mm-hmm. content with life but like as like as I talked about in my like first podcast my first episode like I asked myself like am I okay am I really happy Am I just doing things and carrying out actions to fulfill a space that is currently empty Mm -hmm. and I'm going to fill it with nonsense and stuff that is no good for me Mm -hmm. later down the line destroys me or supports me? And I don't know what it does. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. So I feel like with that aspect, I sometimes choose to pick my battles. But at the same time, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to take it all in. I'm going to let it hit me when it hits me. Mm-hmm. You know, 
But then also, I think a version of self-love is is going outside and, like, just looking at the trees, looking at the sky. like yeah, Doing what makes you happy. Doing what makes you happy. But then also, it's the thing, like you said, Micah, like, I'm going to love myself, but I also want someone to love me, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Because that was me for a long time. Like, before I got into a relationship, it was I love myself as I'm in college. And then I want someone to share that love with me. Mm-hmm. You know? But I feel like it can't be forced. Yeah. And it can't be rushed. Yeah. And creating something to where as I have my hands up in the air as I talk about this, but with self-love and just loving yourself for a relationship and having someone else love you too, you can't jump into it super quickly. Mm-hmm. Like my mom says, create that friendship first mm-hmm. before you create that relationship. So then with the friendship, you can still love yourself. You can learn what it's like to love the other person and how they Maybe love themselves too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you can love yourself, they can love themselves, and you can learn how you love each other. And That's true. Like how the gap helped me. Like the electric bolts buzz in your brain or something like that. Come like on. the neurons. The, thank you. The neurons. Come on, neuroplasticity. Your <laughs> like your action potential. Yeah, the pluses right. and the minuses. So I feel like that's important too with self love. Yeah. Now, like I feel like for other people, like I know, like I put, I may put this on people as a forceful way, and I don't mean to. But like people, I don't think people can love someone else without loving themselves first. And then, don't get me wrong, some people do need that person to pick them up and be like, mm-hmm. hey, you can do this and we're going to get there together. And then they do fall in love. Mm-hmm. And I think that's cute, but I feel like it's also a movie. <laughs> you saying that just made something click in my brain. I think I always argued that for the longest mm-hmm. by saying that people deserve love in no matter where they are. Mm-hmm. But I think you saying that just made me realize we deserve love no matter where we are. Mm -hmm. But if we can physically maintain it Mm -hmm. and hold on to it, Mm -hmm. that I think will eventually depend on our relationship with ourselves. So I'm Mm -hmm. happy that you said that because for the longest people said, I'd be like, girl, no, like Mm -hmm. you could be down and in the because we've seen it like people could literally be outside in any state of their life and could have somebody on their arm. Mm -hmm. But it's like, oh, we can deserve love at any point in our life. But can we maintain that? And I think Mm -hmm. that depends on our relationship with ourselves. Come on, podcast. Come on, podcast. So you say uh, somebody has to like love themselves before Mm -hmm. they can love somebody else. Mm hmm. Okay, say you're like mid relationship, right? Mid, and like, like in, you're like in a relationship, okay. like a very developed relationship. Yeah. yeah. And your mental health is just not where it needs to be, and so like your self, your sense of self worth and mm-hmm. self love is not where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Do you? Is that like an automatic? Okay, we need a break, or can they build up with that? Yeah, you are so controversial right now because you know how my life has gone. Well. Um, I'll talk about it though. It's fine. I'm very honest on this podcast, y'all know. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, two parts. Cause you said two parts, and I like resonate with both of those parts. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it's my mental health is very important, and I don't want to put my mental health struggles on another person. So I'm like, let's take a break, so I don't burden you. Mm-hmm. But then I also think it's important to. For the partner to support and also build 
the person like even if even if it's important from afar because they don't know what you're going through but I feel like it's important to and I hope I'm answering your question but I feel like it's important for your partner to like be there by your side yeah. while you're going through it even if you say we're taking a break I guess just because I did that <laughs> I don't know I think my thing is everybody has different definitions mm-hmm. of self love so mm-hmm. I think it kind of just depends on that when you're going into a relationship yeah because okay maybe your version of self-love is like you know physical and you like to look good you like mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. feel good and get your hair done okay cool mm-hmm. that's what makes you feel good so you do that often in a relationship you know so you can have that sense or maybe like I said it's something that's not physical mm-hmm. I think it just comes in like different I don't know different forms, forms. Yeah, I, I can agree know. with That's that. That's something I'm still working on. So <laughs> this, Same. This entire conversation is very hypothetical, people. <laughs> Same. Um, aside from relationships, mm-hmm. um, I would like to tackle the... I have a question. Yeah, what's up? Before we move on. What's up? This just came to mind because you are well-versed in, in the relationship world. <laughs> At a solid 20-year standing. Um, I do have a question. So, Alessia Carr has this great song called Comfortable. Oh, I love it. Love that song. Love, love that song. album. And um, essentially, like, the first line, I think of the song, she goes, what happens to a flame when it burns out? Mm-hmm. And what, what happens to a love, love when it's not, not new? new. Yeah. So, my question to you, because you have gotten to that point, what? how did you survive the comfortable? Like, because I found out in my own work with myself that I'm very infatuated with the falling in love portion. Mm-hmm. I love the excitement. I love waking up and thinking about him all the time. I love that that gives me, like, the extra pep in my step and work is easier and nothing matters anymore because I'm just happy. Mm-hmm. And then when that runs out and he started getting on my nerves and my Aries kicks in and I just want to go back home and hide up under my bed, mm-hmm. like... How do you survive the comfortable? Like, what did comfortable look like for you on days where, like, you still had to love him, even though he was getting on your nerves? Like, what did that every day look like? Honestly, that is such a great question. Mm-hmm. That's why I, she wrote the song. That is why she wrote I don't, like, that, mm, I don't know. Can I say something really quick? <laughs> yeah. I asked a friend, a mm-hmm. male friend, what does it feel like to be in a relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. Ex- like, with experiencing like mental health, not always like being good. And he told me that being in a relationship for him, he put it in perspective. He was like, maybe I don't want to do a hundred like jumping jacks that day, right? Mm-hmm. But because I have that partner who like makes me feel good about myself and mm-hmm. would probably like inspire me, I'm going to do it anyways. Wow. Wow. He's like, maybe I don't want to go run, but I know I have somebody in my corner, so I'm going to go mm-hmm. run. That's good. I like that. I was like, Mm, oh. Motivation. Oh, like motivation. <laughs> motivation. Motivation. Um. Honestly, you're talking about like the comfortableness in a relationship, like yeah. when we're just like sitting around. Just like, like it's not new anymore. So yeah. I, I don't want to equate that to it's not exciting anymore, but that could be the truth. It's like mm-hmm. the post honeymoon phase. The post honeymoon phase. Okay, like, so the post honeymoon phase is is real. Yeah, like that's real. <laughs> like, and me and him did go through that. Yeah. Um, I feel like. For me, and I can't speak for him, um, but I feel like for me, it was very hard to... Mm-hmm. We talked about it. Go, yeah, yeah, we talked about it. I feel like it, it was very hard for me to go through that comfortable phase. Because mm-hmm. y'all know me. I am a self-sabotager. I will sabotage in a minute. And I and he noticed that I did that. 
um, with him, and he would just be like, "No, you're not. Mm-hmm. You're you're we're not doing. We're this. not doing this." Yeah. Like, and he would just like motivate me to be like, "Hey, we're okay," mm-hmm. and just like give me that reassurance in those comfortable stages. Be like, "Hey, we're okay," even in the word. quiet times, because I we would would get comfortable sometimes, and. But, like, for me and him, we could just sit in a room and watch a movie and in silence. Or, like, we could just Mm. sit in a room and do homework. Because I feel like we did have separate lives. Mm -hmm. But my life, I've always been in that comfortable state because he was my first person. So, I was like, Mm -hmm. I've always been in a comfortable state. I've always, like, been by myself. Mm -hmm. So, I kind of knew what that was for him, for me. (laughs) But for him, he was the more outgoing person. So, like, we kind of played off of each other's mm-hmm. energies and everything. So I feel like playing off each other's energies already, me previously being comfortable and him moving to be comfortable, but still, like, saying, hey, let's do this and let's do that or let's just watch a movie. Like, we, oh, yeah. we love playing um, Mario Party together. Mm-hmm. And that was our comfortable, you know? It was, like, little things to keep it's, it. It's little things to keep yeah. it going. And then sometimes, you know, there's just times that you don't want to be around the person. Because mm-hmm. there were times where I'm just like, hey, I'm tired. I want to go. Or I don't feel like talking. And then I would tell him sometimes, I'd be like, hey, I'm not doing I don't feel well. Or I'm just not in the best headspace for a conversation. Mm-hmm. So we're going to circle back later. I didn't say those exact words. But, like, we're going to circle back later. And then we'll talk later. So, like, we would send, like, each other a snap on Snapchat during that, like, little mini hour or whatever. To like, hey, I'm still alive, you know. Um, but I feel like it's hard yeah. to get used to the comfortable, and it's a learning process. Why does everything require work? I don't know. Because, like, now that I am no longer in a relationship, mm-hmm. But I'm still in my, like my comfortable phase and like know what it's like to be by myself. It wasn't really a problem, but I feel like, and this is like just moving to the next topic. If we're ready, mm-hmm. I was, I wasn't in a rush to like know someone else. I was not, but I was in a rush to heal, and I didn't like that. So then like. When I rushed myself to heal, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I can know other people now. Right, like, let's get it over with. Let's get it over with. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's know other people. Let's go out into the world again. Go out into the space. And then I, was, <laughs> I sat down in my room one day. I said, this is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Just like walking around campus, but like, match. He's attractive. Yeah, I feel. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. this and that. Or like seeing this person on Instagram, and I was just like, this is not what I want. I still have love for this person. I'm forcing something on this. I'm forcing myself to. Get over it. Not That's not it. easy. Yeah. It's not. It's not. In the sake of, oh, go ahead. No, I'm not about to say anything. I'm just thinking about how so bad I relate to this. <laughs> Don't say <laughs> For the sake of being honest, because there are other college students out there who need to just hear the truth, mm-hmm. um, I definitely agree with you. Like, past, mm-hmm. after my past, I guess, relationship, situation, whatever, mm-hmm. um, I do think that rush to like heal and get over it, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm, no, to protect myself, I won't say that. But I do agree with you mm-hmm. that like it is, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. 
I think what made situate that's that's the word right mm-hmm. we can, okay I said I think what made it worse when it ended that it was more emotional than yeah. sexual mm-hmm. when it came to the situation ship mm-hmm. so we have these deep talks you know and we'd relate to each other and yeah. we do each other's like love language whether it was mm-hmm. hanging out or mm-hmm. like oh, watching a movie and so when it came like time that it was like I don't want to say cuts, but like obviously, like not something that we both wanted. It was like, okay, I don't want to get to know anybody this deep. (gasps) Please talk about it. Please talk about it. I am numb. As I like reverting back to what I said, I'm a late bloomer, right? So Mm. when I was, so when I had the opportunity to actually get to know somebody on that level that wasn't just a platonic friend, I was like, I have to give my all. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to sit here and say I regret it because. Me and that person were still like good friends today because we were good friends before it happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, it took a lot out of me emotionally, you know, seeing as how, dang, like it didn't work out. Okay, cool, whatever. But do I really want to invest this time, this energy? Nothing says nothing. Do I deserve it? Mm. Like, and I talked. We talked about this in Samar's room, like. Are you deserving of that person? Are you deserving of a connection? Are you deserving of love? Mm-hmm. And for a while, even in a relationship, I was like, I don't deserve this. What is what is what is this? So I was like, God put this man in my life for a reason, but I don't know what it's for, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like I said, I still enjoyed that connection. I've always cherished that for the rest of my life. That's like a thing of like you ask yourself, like, do you deserve it? You know. Um. I think yes. I think in the spirit of Gabby, just being super self-aware mm-hmm. and using that for good. Because mm-hmm. some people just be self-aware and still know they trash. But like mm-hmm. being self-aware and like actually using it for your benefit and like using the power that is knowing yourself mm-hmm. and knowing like just your relationship with other people. Um, I feel like as a solid like yes or no, yes. Um, I think now what I'm dealing with post long paragraph sent between me and you mm-hmm. is I ended up writing a song about it late last night. It's just talking about like being, not being the first choice. Mm-hmm. And that's like a weird space that I'm in right now because I was like on this Twitter or TikTok binge of this girl just talking about like, um, I think she was just like a plus size, darker skinned black girl. And she did this TikTok post just about like being in the club and like being surrounded by bad bitches and still knowing that I'm a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. But being surrounded by bad bitches, oops, sorry, being surrounded by like my fine girls. And, you know, still knowing myself where still having my self love and being confident in myself. But even in those moments, like still not being the first choice. And mm-hmm. how do you battle with that? And that's always just like being a gay black boy and like, just proud of myself and my insecurities and some things I'm still working on. Like that is always the first thing that comes to my mind mm-hmm. when I'm not the first choice. And like, how have y'all dealt with that? Like still knowing that you deserve love, mm-hmm. but or maybe y'all are the first choice. I don't know y'all story, but like mm-hmm. that is just something that I am that like little Micah is still battling to this day with adult Micah. First choice. I don't, I'm not going to lie. I'm mm-hmm. a very, impulsive person so mm-hmm. i think i try to i always try to talk myself through something before i like you know uh bring it into my life so like mm-hmm. for example when i had the 
chance to like get to know somebody i was just like hey mm-hmm. they like you like you're so cool aquarius and like mm-hmm. <laughs> like just reminding myself like girl you have bad days you have good days you're cool on each mm-hmm. one of them yeah. and it never has to be something like as introspective as you know I'm not the first choice because I don't look like the girls around me, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes just giving myself that quick, I say this with, like, you know, air quotes, that quick sense of satisfaction gets me a long way. And I'm not doing that to give myself, like, a false reality, but it's just, like, you're that girl, you know? Shout out to Beyonce. Like, like you are, and it may take some time or, like, some type of situation for you to go through to find that out but mm-hmm. i also it's one of those things that's an up and down yeah but i'm very much a person who just you know tends to try and be an optimist and be like mm-hmm. girl you're fine it's yeah. okay i love that like radical acceptance at the end of the day is something yeah. i'm trying to learn like maybe no you'll what. never be like okay you'll never have that face structure or you'll never have that body type. like but that doesn't mm-hmm. demote you to being you know mm-hmm. unworthy of anything i needed that yeah like yeah stuff like that i feel like for me um first choice was never a thing because mm. one reason why i did choose not to date in high school because like i knew i was pretty but i was never a first choice mm. like i knew that <laughs> and then over time i was like okay i'm not going to be a first choice so I asked the question, I was like, so when is it my time mm-hmm. to shine? Because, like, my best friends and then, like, my friends, they got into relationships. So then, like, I sat with myself for a little bit. I was like, when is it my time yeah. to shine and like a person and love a person and get into a relationship? But then, you know, I said, no relationships in high school. They're not worth it. Oh, <laughs> That reminds me of what Micah said earlier about, you know, manifesting and wanting it mm-hmm. but then learning that okay i shouldn't do that so like let me sit back oh and it not happen it's so, so weird. like mm-hmm. let me like be involved and be like why am i not the first choice but then it's like girl it's not gonna come to you but now yeah. i'm sitting back and i know that it doesn't matter if i'm first or first choice mm-hmm. but now it's not coming mm-hmm. yes what's the issue yeah, what's and the then, issue how do i win like i also had to come to the revelation mm-hmm. that i cannot compare my love quote air quote timeline to someone else's facts because no you can't you're not going there's people who don't date to marry or just date for a long term until like they're in their late 20s mm-hmm. or like <laughs> or <me>. then there's <laughs> some people that just don't want people in their lives for a good grip because they're like i'm going to learn what it's like to be by myself first facts. take care of myself mm-hmm. and then love someone else we create this household that's like, we have a bird's nest, we have ourselves. Um, controversial question. Ooh. This might be controversial. Ooh. Is that a privilege? Is what, what a privilege? Because as a gay person, right, who is not the like, in quotes, desirable gay person, so like white, fit gay person, right? Mm-hmm. Is that a privilege? Like, because I think from my community, from our thighs, our, our community rather, our thought process is oh, like, for straight people, that can be a privilege that you got to experience so much of that, like, young love or early college love Mm -hmm. that when you get to mid-20s, it's actually, I'm going to sit with myself for a season because you kind of have that choice, too. Does that make sense? Yeah. um, I feel like it can be a privilege, but it can also be, like, a... mm, It's just a choice. It's just a choice. Because it is. It's it's still hard. It's still hard. Um, But... 
I had to realize like you can't base your timeline relationship by other people's because then you're going to like not self. De- Sorry, the other person walking upstairs. Okay. Not like self destruct yourself, but you're going to keep comparing and comparing and comparing, and then you're going to force yourself to get into a relationship and you're not happy. Comparison is the thief of all joy. People. It is. Uh, isn't that on Scandal? I, it was on Scandal. It's on this. It's on season whatever I'm on three and yeah. Pinterest. Because and I'm the, hell, the hell in high water that I <laughs> the am. Hell in the high water. Ooh. Scandal episode next week. <laughs> next we week. need to talk about Scandal. Um, we should really talk about TV no, on here. Oh my um, God! Please, yes. Because Grey's Anatomy. Insecure deserves its flowers. You know, I love Generation Z. I love yeah. my people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think. We, let's talk about dating as a Gen Z. Like, we have Tinder. We have Hinge, man. Black. Yeah. We have Black. We have, you know, Bumble. situationships. We have Bumble. We have yeah. Flings. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, I'm going to stay out this conversation. Wow. Like, well, all right, Gab. <laughs> I have a lot of friends who are like, man, I hate dating in this generation. Because nobody wants to, like you just said, date, you know, for long-term, date for marriage. Everybody wants, like, a quick fix and, mm-hmm. like, no love, no connection. Let's just keep going, and I'll see you in the next lifetime. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I was, like, on their side. I was like, yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. But then I sat down for, like, a minute, and I was like, do I really, like, should I really care about that? Mm-hmm. Because in every generation, there's always going to be different halves of people who like what they like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just think the more that we criticize and critique like yes there are like some things to take into account about the whole you know non-long term or like you know just like quick in and out sex like culture of our Mm -hmm. generation Mm -hmm. but at the same time people are going to like what they like and we who are we to say it's wrong that it's wrong or like like i get how it can affect you because like maybe it makes it harder to put yourself out there because that's all that's coming in but, but bottom line is people gonna like what they like. Yeah, people mm-hmm. gonna like what they we like. We can cry about it all day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so like I'm not saying to like embrace it if you don't like it, yeah. but you know, I feel like at a point you'll come across like somebody that wants like the same ideals of you. And like never like succumb to like just getting a quick fix to like getting to like the next yeah. checkpoint. But yeah, I love this generation. No, because we really we're really out here. We mm-hmm. are out here, yeah. man. Um Yes, I was talking to one of my, no, I'll say I was talking to one of my teammates just about, because he went here, mm-hmm. like, back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I was asking him, like, you know, without Tinder and stuff like that, and this sounds so Gen Z, but also a legitimate question, because we can match on Tinder and then walk right past each other, know each other, but then mm-hmm. still not say nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, we was not messaging. So it still was a legitimate question. Like, you know, I was like, how are you, how are you doing this back in that time period? And I think he was, I think he was kind of just telling me, like, like parties and stuff like that and i know for like our case specifically i'm like how do you even know if he's on your team girl like how do mm-hmm. you because unless we match on the app like sometimes i can't tell you mm-hmm. know you could just you could stare at me all day but then your girlfriend could be next to me like i don't know, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. so um i think he was just telling me like i guess just parties and they would kind of try to do the normal things i think our conversation kind of had jumped to something else mm-hmm. when i asked him about that but I don't know. I think that's so fascinating. Like, I, I think it's really fascinating to mm-hmm. see how we operate, too. Trying to figure this out. I love when older generations try to figure us out. Because, mm-hmm. babe, oh so are we. I have no idea. Like, so no idea. We're just we? taking it step by step it's at this point. It's morphing every day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, luckily, like, my past experiences, they've all been, like, 
friends like that have just so happened to morph into something. That's mm-hmm. so amazing. So I'm gonna I, be in that era. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So like you know, not too much rumble to mm-hmm. make it happen, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're all staring at me. Okay. Um, Tell your truth, girl. Quick synopsis. No quick synopsis, actually, because it's not your business. Um, Literally every British person getting offended. <laughs> <laughs> sorry if you're listening to this. Every person just caught a stray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Keep listening, please. I swear. I'm sorry. I'm from the country, y'all, so country accents turn British, I've heard, for some reason. Yeah, what was that? Yes. I am from uh, born in New Mexico. Yes, but she was raised, raised in North Carolina. And Red Springs. Say it not. Shout out to Cole. Also, I'm trying to get these dream tickets. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if y'all selling dream tickets, DM me. Yo, someone was selling like fake Taylor Swift tickets, and it was crazy. Two of them in Atlanta, Georgia, for like 300. 300 no, because this era store is calling my name. We're working. Yes, working. Um, we love side conversations, though. No, we do. I feel like for me, just because of how I met my previous person, mm-hmm. I want to in the cafeteria. <clears throat> in the cafeteria. Near the spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. Um, I want to meet. I honestly just want to meet someone natural now. Oh my god! Like grocery store. Oh, I dropped that. Not mm. like that. Oh. We're not giving movie serial killer because that happened not. in a serial killer movie. I, me and Mama was watching. Not just giving Lifetime. Shout out to Lifetime movie now. Hallmark. Mm-hmm. Not too much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I just feel like I want to meet someone natural and like in person. And like that interaction I had Friday, that was like, huh? Natural. Natural. It was like normal. Because y'all listen to me. At social events, I stand there like a bump on a log. Yeah. I don't do anything. You were giving. No. I was. Oh, I was giving, you know. Little weak character dance, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's about it. And just, just like that, tips. just me just like standing there and like giving a little doo-doo-doo, uh, and someone coming up to me, that was very like, it was nice. Mm-hmm. We are very whimsical. Mm-hmm. Can you tap into the good? What do you mean Should we tap into like the good Ugh. side? What's <laughs> that uh, like just Like just relations. Okay, yeah, we know we should. What's the good side? Like, I don't, my like past ones have taught me a lot about myself. Oh, like, I oh have, okay. No regrets. So you want to talk about that? Yeah, okay. Like I have no regrets for like regrets. What I've, no regrets <laughs> <laughs> for the experiences because they literally all have taught me something okay. about myself. Fair. Like for example, last summer, mm-hmm. I like woman. Uh, Damn. Oh, that was that was deep. Uh, I feel like. Damn. I feel like for me, he, uh, I, I won't cry, but I feel like he'll probably, I don't know if he's listening to this, but I feel like for me, we had good times, but we also had bad times when we also had those neutral times, mm-hmm. but it being my first relationship and basically my first love. He taught me how to love, how to be loved, and what I want out of a relationship mm-hmm. in the future and forthcoming. Um, but, you know, he taught me a lot of things. He taught me um, so many good things, and he taught me what I don't like and, like, what I get an ick of. Not saying that, like, he gave me an ick, but I was just like, if I didn't like something that happened, I was just like, okay, I don't like this. We're going to communicate. We're going to do that. Um well, he also taught me communication because he is a very 
communicatable person. He might shut off a lot, but he is a very communicatable person. He might not look like it, but he is very communicatable. He opens me up or opened me up to talking. Communicable? I don't even that's not a word, is it's it? Communicative? Is it? Communicative? I don't know. Let's look up the dictionary. Um mm. He he taught me how to communicate because mm-hmm. I was very much a no, I'm okay, and let's cut it like there. Get out of my business. Me. Um <laughs> so I'm tired of talking now. <laughs> tired of talking. He taught me how to open up. Is that a word? Communicable. Communicable. Yeah. Come on. So I don't know how I knew that. Oh <laughs> so like whenever we first started talking, like I could tell like he was very a conversationalist and like he got you to open up. And my mom asked me whenever I first like whenever we first started talking, she was like is he a good communicationist? And I was like, yeah, he gets me to open up. She was like, good, you need someone like that because you suck. And I was like, thanks, mom. Because I do suck. I hold back the most. So do, he Do not. We're not doing that on this podcast. Oh, okay. So I hold back with talking about, I don't really hold back with talking about love either because I'm very open. Mm-hmm. I hold back sometimes. I shut, oh, I shut down a lot. Yeah. That is what was wrong with me. I shut down a lot, but I I am very expressive. I talk my crap and I keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he 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 allowed me to know what it feels like to love him, and know how he loves me. If I can say that, and then now I know my expectations, but also what I deserve mm. out of a relationship because he treated me very well. Like, he gave me, he made me probably one of the happiest people in the world. And I don't take that for granted and I loved our experience that we had. But, yeah, I mean, he, he made, he, he didn't make me me, but he made me the lovable me, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, he opened up my view to love. To that side. To, he opened up that mm. side of me. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was like, all right, the fun, bubbly me, but then he opened up the lovable side of me that I was very close off. Yeah. I was always funny. Like, I'm never going <laughs> to give that to men. Oh, <laughs> I'm never giving that to men. I was always, always funny. Comedian. That's he would have got cooler comedy? because he knew a funny person. Right. What did Beyonce say? Uh, 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 even though I'm cooler than you. <laughs> per. I forgot the lyric. Come on, plastic arms. <laughs> there we go. Because <laughs> you know. Because you, yeah, that's her song. Because <laughs> you know. Um, I think for me, I have just always wanted to be the best and wanted to get to where I want to go in my life. I've been a robot for so long. So as I got into my later adult, my latter adult years, which was like, okay, let's figure out this love thing, starting by, you know, apps. Let's start talking to people, and let's just, like, open up that side of thing. And I think, like everybody else, different people unlock different things. Mm-hmm. Like, this one guy I had this great, very short connection with. We very, very close. I learned two things in that time period. One, how when I get to the comfortable, how quick I am to cut people off mm-hmm. and how I'm over it once we get comfortable. Mm-hmm. Two, fortunately, because it is a part of life and being real, he broke me out of a lot of like sexual fears and sexual traumas. Mm-hmm. And that was great, just like becoming an adult and that's a part of your life. So he kind of like broke down those walls and I was able to move forward and grow from that, which I'm really, really grateful for. Like I think about that all the time now and I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. like having that person there who you had a great bond with to like get you past those points of fears of X, Y, and Z, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think other guys just taught me different things. One about, you know, I don't believe in the spirit of communication all the time. And, you know, I have gotten that note time and time again. And I will apply it maybe one of these days. Mm -hmm. But at least I know that it's there, being Mm self-aware. And um, my last situationship, A, did teach me what it's like to be on the other side of ghosting towards the end, which is like Mm -hmm. a tough pill to swallow. Um, But he did teach me what it's like to be in that place of like meeting parents and just breaking down that wall and like getting really comfortable and that was my first time I guess as we're still kind of adulting so like being at his house and him being at my house in quotes but like him being in my house and in my space like trying to figure that out that was pretty cool as Mm -hmm. well so like and outside of like I think I've always had a good idea for some weird reason about how I want to be loved. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my relationships have taught me all of them, right? Like the very few amount. But like they have kind of taught me, um, I think, where I just need work. And although that can be annoying, you can't after so long, you can't look at that through a negative lens because it's like, oh, this is where I have to pick up. Like, mm-hmm. before we started texting, before we started this, I was, I told you I was sending a quote-unquote risky text. But, like, mm-hmm. back to what Gab was saying, that was someone that I, I've known since, I can't say a time period because then people would know, but, like, I've known for a good minute. Mm-hmm. And the message that I put in there to him was, like, we're adults now. Mm-hmm. We've changed. Mm-hmm. So, like, this could be different than me dodging you back then, you mm-hmm. know? So, you know, learning and then trying to apply it. And I think it'll be even more beautiful with someone that's known me for a long time and he's literally seen me evolve. So that's we crazy. out here. We're, we're out here. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Stream Heated, the best song on Renaissance. Stream <laughs> Heated. Oh, my gosh. I love that song. Um, I feel like we've just talked about, like, the coupling and, like, the lovey part of relationships. Too. <laughs> conclude everything that we've talked about because it's such it was very like all put together you could all sum it up but i feel Mm -hmm. like it's very like dynamic and like it says the layers there's many layers to it and it goes even deeper just because we have like different viewpoints of every single thing but like we all come together and can agree or either disagree i feel like with relationships such as lovable relationships you or like the person doesn't have to I don't know like don't be in a rush Mm. to be in a relationship in college and like we started with that to make in the beginning don't be in a rush you told me that yeah don't don't be patience love yourself if you would like um patience consistency make sure you keep that in mind too with relationships Mm -hmm. be consistent and don't let it be choppy and spotty where you hear from this person every two days or every three days no cut it thanks cut it because they don't care so guys thank you for joining this conversation if you want to listen to the next episode that's going to be coming out we're going to talk about um parental friendships music the relationship um scope it is regarding those being storyboarded (laughs) (laughs) storyboarded (laughs) um yeah um Thank you for joining this conversation. Um, Kyla, Gab, and Micah are out. Peace. Peace.